The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. We're rapidly approaching the end of the Easter season. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Thursday, May 25th, 2023, Thursday of the seventh week of Easter. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the rosary. And today is the optional memorial of St. Bede the Venerable, priest and doctor of the church, born in 673 near St. Peter and St. Paul Monastery at Wormouth, Jarrow, England. He was sent there when he was three became a monk at the monastery, was ordained at the age of 30, and except for a few brief visits elsewhere, he spent all of his life in the monastery. His writings are a veritable summary of the learning of his time and include commentaries on the Pentateuch and various other books of the Bible, theological and scientific treatises, historical works, and biographies. He was called the Venerable to acknowledge his wisdom and learning He's the father of English history, the patron of English writers and historians, and he was the first to date events Anno Domini A.D. St. Bede the Venerable, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I give you this day. I offer you now all of the good that I shall do, and I promise to accept for love of you all of the difficulty that I shall meet. Help me to conduct myself during this day in a manner pleasing to you. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that church movements and groups may rediscover their mission of evangelization each day, placing their own charisms at the service of needs in the world. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you're here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, and to sit for me. Lifting up his eyes to heaven, Jesus prayed, saying, I pray not only for these, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, so that they may all be one, as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. Lord Jesus Christ, I am greatly moved by this scene from the Gospel of John, chapter 17. First of all, Lord, I am moved by the very fact that you pray, that you, Lord Jesus, second person of the Blessed Trinity, God-man, actually pray. And when this is mind, Lord, I am ashamed, ashamed of myself for the many times I have failed to pray. And no matter whatever excuse I gave, I want to say I'm truly sorry, and I want to begin again. And I want to resolve to pray every day, and make the effort to pray like you pray. Something that I know is not easy, 
But I know that with you, it is possible. Alone, I can't. I just can't. And Jesus, I am also moved by the simple gesture of lifting up your eyes to heaven. What humility. And Lord, may I learn from you to always lift up my eyes to heaven, to always lift up my eyes to you every time I go to pray. And even when I'm in bed or I'm doing something else, that I may have that sort of internal gesture of lifting up my eyes to heaven. Which means that I may always recognize who I am talking to. And at least be self-aware of who I am and whom I am addressing. The second thing that moves me and almost gives me goosebumps is to realize that you, Lord Jesus, have prayed for me. How awesome is that? First, you pray for your disciples when you say, I pray not only for these, the ones who are right there in front of you. But the next line is what is so moving, at least for me. When you say, but also for those who will believe in me through their word. And it almost feels surreal to think of the fact that I am included and quote those who believe in me through their word, end of quote. And now Jesus, I think about this idea of prayer and thinking of the fact that you actually prayed and that you tell us in many ways and in many passages of scripture that we should pray and that we should pray often. In fact, you say that we should pray without ceasing. And this made me think of a contemporary author and preacher and speaker who has written an excellent book that's called Thirsting for Prayer. And there in the first chapter, he quotes someone by the name of Mart Robin, who says that our lives are worth what our prayer is worth. A few sentences later, he quotes another saint, St. Peter of Alcantara, a 16th century Franciscan who was a great supporter of St. Teresa of Avila in her reform. St. Peter in turn quotes another saint, St. Lawrence Justinian. And the point is the quotation actually, and I think it will help us in our prayer. And he says, In prayer the soul is purified from sin, charity is nurtured, Faith takes root, hope is strengthened, the spirit gladdened. In prayer the soul melts into tenderness, the heart is purified, the truth reveals itself, temptation is overcome, sadness is put to flight. In prayer the senses are renewed, lukewarmness vanishes, failing virtue is reinvigorated, the rust of vices is scoured away, and in this exchange there come forth living sparks blazing desires of heaven in which the flame of divine love burns. And Jesus, as I read those words, I was thinking to myself, and I can't help but go back again to that passage, that quotation, and think of the highest of spiritual goods that are on offer through prayer. Charity, faith, hope, joy. And this is the experience of the saints, the saints who are masters in prayer. And so, Lord, help me realize that I can pray at all times, in school or in campus or in the workplace or in the bus or in the metro or outdoors when I'm on a bike, when I'm walking, when I'm hiking. 
And especially in those moments when I look for that quiet place where I can be alone with you, Lord, like now. And the other point, Lord, is that you have prayed for me, which means that prayer is a gift from you. You want it for me. And also you want me to give others this gift. And so my prayer of intercession, praying for people. And it reminds me of the story of Elizabeth Lassieu, a French woman of delicate health who lived in the end of the 19th and the beginning of the 20th century. Her story is well narrated in a book published by Sophia Institute titled The Secret Diary of Elizabeth Lassieu. She had two great loves, God and her husband Felix. Felix loved Elizabeth as well. Yet, to their mutual sorrow, he couldn't share the life of the spirit that Elizabeth cherished. At times, Felix couldn't hide his frustration and impatience. He would wonder how the love of his life, such an intelligent woman, will waste her time with ignorant superstitions. He will live in at times with his friends ridicule and mock her faith. But Elizabeth loved Felix too much to allow their home to degenerate into an emotional war zone. She realized that confrontations and arguments were useless, and so she chose to keep quiet and pray for Felix. And so in her secret diary, she wrote how she used his efforts to destroy her as a means to grow in love for him and for God. One of the reasons that led Elizabeth to pray even more for her spouse, Felix, was the thought of being separated from her for all eternity because of his rejection of God. She could not fathom heaven without him. By the time she died, Felix was still an unbeliever. And he discovered how Elizabeth's whole life bore witness to the truth of the God she loved. Felix's life was transformed totally by what he read in the diary and his memories of Elizabeth. He will eventually become a Christian and, later, wonder of wonders, a priest. And Jesus, this is what you show us, that through prayer we become transformed. And not only that, but we transform the lives of others through prayer. And at times I wonder what happened to the friends of Felix Lassieu. But one thing I know is that he transformed many lives. In fact, Lord, the first time I ever heard the story of Felix Lassieu was when I was once listening to the Venerable Archbishop Fulton Sheen tell his story. And I suppose that means that millions have heard that story and perhaps millions of lives have been transformed just listening to the story of Felix and Elizabeth Lassieu. And so Jesus, sustain me in this life of prayer. Help me in this battle of prayer, in season and out of season, when I feel like and when I don't, in the midst of exams or at the beginning of the semester, in the midst of a hectic schedule or in my vacation. I also ask you, O Holy Spirit, as I await the outpouring of Pentecost, to fill me with this spirit of prayer. And as I come to the end of my prayer, I also turn to the spouse of the Holy Spirit, the Blessed Virgin Mary, to help me imitate you in that attitude and in that stance of prayer. Mother Mary, obtain for me from your spouse, the Holy Spirit, the gift of piety. 
I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into practice. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 minutes past the hour. This is Daybreak. It's Thursday of the seventh week of Easter, just a few days before Pentecost. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this liturgical day now as we join with the whole church, led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and And my my mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us adore Christ the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit on his people. Alleluia. Come, let us us adore Christ the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit on his people. Alleluia. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him, singing for joy. Come, let us us adore Christ the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit on his people. Alleluia. Know Know that he, the Lord, is is God. He made us, we belong to him. We We are are his people, the sheep of his flock. Come, let us us adore Christ the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit on his people. Alleluia. Go within his gates, giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us adore Christ the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit on his people. Alleluia. Indeed, how good is the Lord. Eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us us adore Christ the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit on his people. Alleluia. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us us adore Christ the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit on his people. Alleluia.
Look on us, Lord, and see how we are despised. Alleluia. Look on us, Lord, and see how we are despised. Alleluia. And yet you, Lord, have rejected and spurned and are angry with the one you have anointed. You have broken your covenant with your servant and dishonored his crown in the dust. You have broken down all his walls and reduced his fortresses to ruins. He is despoiled by all who pass by. He has become the taunt of his neighbors. You have exalted the right hand of his foes. You have made all his enemies rejoice. You have made his sword give way. You have not upheld him in battle. You have brought his glory to an end. You have hurled his throne to the ground. You have cut short the years of his youth. You have heaped disgrace upon him. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Look on us, Lord, and see how we are despised. Alleluia. I am the root and stock of David. I am the morning star. Alleluia. I am the root and stock of David. I am the morning star. Alleluia. How long, O Lord, will you hide yourself forever? How long will your anger burn like a fire? Remember, Lord, the shortness of my life and how frail you have made the sons of men. What man can live and never see death? Who can save himself from the grasp of the grave? Where are your mercies of the past, O Lord, which you have sworn in your faithfulness to David? Remember, Lord, how your servant is taunted, how I have to bear all the insults of the peoples. Thus your enemies taunt me, O Lord, mocking your anointed at every step. Blessed be the Lord forever. Amen. Amen. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, God of mercy and fidelity, you made a new and lasting pact with men and sealed it in the blood of your Son. Forgive the folly of our disloyalty and make us keep your commandments so that in your new covenant we may be witness and heralds of your faithfulness and love on earth and sharers of your glory in heaven. I am the root and stock of David. I am the morning star. Alleluia. Our years wither away like grass, but you, Lord God, are eternal. Alleluia. Our Our years wither away like grass, but But you, you, Lord God, are eternal. Alleluia. O Lord, you have been our refuge from one generation to the next. Before the mountains were born, or the earth or the world brought forth, you are God without beginning or end. You turn men back into dust and say, 
go back, sons of men. To your eyes a thousand years are like yesterday, come and gone, no more than a watch in the night. You sweep men away like a dream, like grass which springs up in the morning. In the morning it springs up and flowers, by evening it withers and fades. So we are destroyed in your anger, struck with terror in your fury. Our guilt lies open before you, our secrets in the light of your face. All our days pass away in your anger, our life is over like a sigh. Our span is seventy years or eighty for those who are strong, and most of these are emptiness and pain. They pass swiftly and we are gone. Who understands the power of your anger and fears the strength of your fury? Make us know the shortness of our life, that we may gain wisdom of heart. Lord, relent. Is your anger forever? Show pity to your servants. In the morning, fill us with your love. We shall exult and rejoice all our days. Give us joy to balance our affliction for the years when we knew misfortune. Show forth your work to your servants. Let your glory shine on their children. Let the favor of the Lord be upon us. Give success to the work of our hands. Give success to the work of our hands. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Eternal Father, you give us life despite our guilt, and even add days and years to our lives in order to bring us wisdom. Make us love and obey you, so that the works of our hands may always display what your hands have done, until the day we gaze upon the beauty of your face. Our Our years wither away like grass, but but you, you, Lord God, are eternal. Alleluia. God has raised the Lord to life. Alleluia. Through his power, he will also raise us up. Alleluia. A reading from the first letter of the Apostle John. I have written this to you to make you realize that you possess eternal life, you who believe in the name of the Son of God. We have this confidence in God, that He hears us whenever we ask for anything according to His will. And since we know that He hears us whenever we ask, we know that what we have asked for is ours. Anyone who sees his brother sinning, if the sin is not deadly, should petition God, and thus life will be given to the sinner. This is only for those whose sin is not deadly. There is such a thing as a deadly sin. I do not say that one should pray about that. True, all wrongdoing is sin, but not all sin is deadly. We know that no one begotten of God commits sin. Rather, God protects the one begotten by him, 
and so the evil one cannot touch him. We know that we belong to God, while the whole world is under the evil one. We know, too, that the Son of God has come and given us discernment to recognize the one who is true. And we are in the one who is true, for we are in his Son, Jesus Christ. He is the true God and eternal life. My little children, be on your guard against idols. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. We know that the Son of God has come and And given given us understanding that that we we might know know the true God. God. Alleluia. No one has ever seen God. The only Son, nearest the Father's heart, has made him known. And And given given us understanding understanding that that we might know the true God. God. Alleluia. Second reading from a commentary on the Gospel of John by St. Cyril of Alexandria, Bishop. After Christ had completed his mission on earth, it still remained necessary for us to become sharers in the divine nature of the Word. We had to give up our own life and be so transformed that we would begin to live an entirely new kind of life that would be pleasing to God. This was something we could only do by sharing in the Holy Spirit. It was most fitting that the sending of the Spirit and His descent upon us should take place after the departure of Christ our Savior. As long as Christ was with them in the flesh, it must have seemed to believers that they possessed every blessing in Him. But when the time came for Him to ascend to His heavenly Father, it was necessary for Him to be united through His Spirit to those who worshipped Him and to dwell in our hearts through faith. Only by His own presence within us in this way could he give us confidence to cry out, Abba, Father. Make it easy for us to grow in holiness and through our possession of the all-powerful Spirit, fortify us invincibly against the wiles of the devil and the assaults of men. It can easily be shown from the examples both in the Old Testament and the New that the Spirit changes those in whom He comes to dwell. He so transforms them that they begin to live a completely new kind of life. Saul was told by the prophet Samuel, The Spirit of the Lord will take possession of you, and you shall be changed into another man. St. Paul writes, As we behold the glory of the Lord with unveiled faces, that glory which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit transforms us all into His own likeness from one degree of glory to another. Does this not show that the Spirit changes those in whom He comes to dwell and alters the whole pattern of their lives? With the Spirit within them, it is quite natural for people who have been absorbed by the things of this world 
to become entirely otherworldly in outlook, and for cowards to become men of great courage. There can be no doubt that this is what happened to the disciples. The strength they received from the Spirit enabled them to hold firmly to the love of Christ, facing the violence of their persecutors unafraid. Very true, then, was our Savior saying that it was to their advantage for Him to return to heaven. His return was the time appointed for the descent of the Holy Spirit. If I do not go... The Advocate will never come to you, but if I go, I will send him to you. When he comes, he will teach you all truth. Alleluia. He will not speak on his own, but he will tell you all that he hears from me and will proclaim to you the things to come. When he comes, he will teach you all truth. Alleluia. Let us pray. May your Spirit, O Lord, we pray, imbue us powerfully with spiritual gifts, that he may give us a mind pleasing to you and graciously conform us to your will. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming up in just a few minutes, as well as in conversation with God and morning prayer. All ahead on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday of the seventh week of Easter, May 25th, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek, and it's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord goes from praying for his disciples to praying for those who will believe because of their word, and that includes you and me. It's from the 17th chapter of the Gospel of John. I do not pray for these only, but also for those who believe in me through their word that they may all be one, even as Thou, Father, art in me, and I in Thee, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that Thou hast sent me. The glory which Thou hast given me I have given to them, that they may be one even as we are one, I in them and thou in me, that they may become perfectly one, so that the world may know that thou hast sent me and hast loved them even as thou hast loved me. Father, I desire that they also, whom thou hast given me, may be with me where I am, to behold my glory which thou hast given me in thy love for me, before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, the world has not known thee, but I have known thee. And these know that thou hast sent me. I made known to them thy name, and I will make it known, 
that the love with which thou hast loved me may be in them and I in them. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. One of the gifts of the Holy Spirit is the fear of the Lord. Now, this can be misunderstood, so let's get it straight. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 2, Lent and Eastertide. Our Lord tells us in many ways that we should be afraid of nothing except sin, which takes away our friendship with God. Confronted with any difficulty, any situation, an uncertain future, we shouldn't feel afraid. We should be strong and courageous as befits children of God. A Christian cannot live in terror, but should have in his heart a holy fear of God, whom nonetheless he loves madly. Throughout the Gospel, Christ repeats several times, Do not fear, do not be afraid. And at the same time, together with these appeals for fortitude, resounds the exhortation, Rather fear him who can destroy both body and soul in hell. We are called to fortitude, and at the same time to fear of God. And this should be a fear that comes of love, a filial fear. And only when this fear sinks into our hearts can we really be strong with the strength of the apostles, the martyrs, and the confessors. Among the principal effects which the fear of God works in the soul are detachment from created things and an interior attitude of vigilance to avoid the least occasion of sin. The soul acquires a particular sensitivity to discern what can grieve the Holy Spirit. The gift of fear lies at the root of humility since it shows the soul its own fragility and teaches it the need of maintaining a will faithfully and lovingly subjected to the infinite majesty of God. So we do not want to oust God from his place. Happy to stay in ours, we do not want honors which are for his glory. One of the signs of pride is ignorance of the fear of God. The gift of the fear of God, like humility, has an affinity with the virtue of temperance. It leads us to use human goods in moderation, in secondary place to our supernatural end. The root of sin is most frequently found in the disordered search for sense pleasures or for material things. And here this gift is active, purifying the heart and keeping it entire for God. The gift of fear is above all the struggle against sin. All the other gifts help us in this specific mission. The insight bestowed by the gifts of understanding and wisdom show one the greatness of God and the true meaning of sin. The practical directives of the gift of counsel maintain one in an untiring battle against evil. This gift, which was infused along with the others in baptism, increases in the measure in which we are true to the graces the Holy Spirit grants us. It does so specifically when we consider the greatness and majesty of God, when we conduct an examination of conscience in depth, discovering our faults and sins and giving them the importance which they have. The holy fear of God will lead us easily to contrition and repentance arising from filial love. Love and fear of God, these are two strong castles once we can wage war on the world and on the devils. 
The holy fear of God will gently lead us to a prudent mistrust of ourselves to flee quickly from the occasions of sin, and it will incline us to a greater sensitivity for God and all that refers to God. Let us ask the Holy Spirit to help us by means of this gift to recognize our faults sincerely and to feel true sorrow for them. May he make us react as the psalmist. My eyes shed streams of tears because men do not keep thy law. Let us pray that with a sensitive soul, we always keep alive our sense of sin. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. 14 before the hour. Let's pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. City of God, you are the source of our life. With music and dance, we shall rejoice in you. Alleluia. City of God, you are the source of our life. With music and dance, we shall rejoice in you. Alleluia. On the holy mountain is his city, cherished by the Lord. The Lord prefers the gates of Zion to all Jacob's dwellings. Of you are told glorious things, O city of God. Babylon and Egypt I will count among those who know me. Philistia, Tyre, Ethiopia, these will be her children, and Zion shall be called Mother, for all shall be her children. It is he, the Lord Most High, who gives each his place. In the register of peoples, he writes, These are her children. And while they dance, they will sing, and you all find their home. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, Your only son wept over ancient Jerusalem, soon to be destroyed for its lack of faith. He established the new Jerusalem firmly upon rock and made it the mother of the faithful. Make us rejoice in your church and grant that all people may be reborn into the freedom of your spirit. City of God, you You are are the source of our life. With music and dance, we shall rejoice in you. Alleluia. Like a shepherd, he will gather the lambs in his arms and carry them close to his heart. Alleluia. Like a shepherd, he will gather the lambs in his arms and carry them close to his heart. Alleluia. Here comes with power the Lord God, who rules by his strong arm. Here is his reward with him, his recompense before him. Like a shepherd, he feeds his flock. In his arms, he gathers the lambs, carrying them in his bosom and leading the ewes with care. 
who has cupped in his hand the waters of the sea and marked off the heavens with a span, who has held in a measure the dust of the earth, weighed the mountains in scales and the hills in a balance, who has directed the spirit of the Lord, or has instructed him as his counselor? Whom did he consult to gain knowledge? Who taught him the path of judgment, or showed him the way of understanding? Behold, the nations count as a drop of the bucket, as rust on the scales. The coastlands weigh no more than powder. Lebanon would not suffice for fuel, nor its animals be enough for holocausts. Before him, all the nations are as naught, as nothing, and void he accounts them. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Like a shepherd, he will gather the lambs in his arms and carry them close to his heart. Alleluia. Great is the Lord in Zion. He is exalted above all the peoples. Alleluia. Great is the Lord in Zion. He is exalted above all the peoples. Alleluia. The Lord is King. The peoples tremble. He is throned on the cherubim. The earth quakes. The Lord is great in Zion. He is supreme over all the peoples. Let them praise his name, so terrible and great. He is holy, full of power. You are a king who loves what is right. You have established equity, justice, and right. You have established them in Jacob. Exalt the Lord our God. Bow down before Zion his footstool. He, the Lord, is holy. Among the priests were Aaron and Moses. Among those who invoked his name was Samuel. They invoked the Lord, and he answered. To them he spoke in the pillar of cloud. They did his will. They kept the law, which he, the Lord, had given. O Lord, our God, you answered them. For them you were a God who forgives, yet you punished all their offenses. Exalt the Lord our God. Bow down before his holy mountain, for the Lord our God is holy. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God, you are the source of all holiness. Though no one can see you and live, you give life most generously, and in an even greater way, restore it. Sanctify your priests through your life-giving word, and consecrate your people in his blood until our eyes see your face. Great is the Lord in Zion. He is exalted above all the peoples. Alleluia.
A reading from Paul's letter to the Romans. If Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, while the Spirit lives because of justice. If the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, then he who raised Jesus from the dead will bring your mortal bodies to life also through his Spirit dwelling in you. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord is risen from the tomb. Alleluia, alleluia. The The Lord Lord is risen risen from from the the tomb. tomb. Alleluia, alleluia. He hung upon the cross for us. Alleluia, alleluia. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. The The Lord Lord is risen from the tomb. Alleluia, alleluia. Go into the world and teach all nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Alleluia. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to to give give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Go into the world and teach all nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Alleluia. Blessed be Christ the Lord. Through him we all have access to the Father in the Holy Spirit. Let us pray. Christ, Christ, hear us. Send your Spirit, the longed-for guest of our hearts. And grant that we may never offend him. Christ, hear Hear us. us. You rose from the dead and are seated at the right hand of God. Make intercession for us always with the Father. Christ, Christ, hear hear us. Through your Spirit, unite us with yourself. So that trial or persecution or danger may never separate us from your love. Christ, Christ, hear hear us. us. May we welcome each other. In the way you have welcomed us. 
to the glory of God. Christ, Christ, hear hear us. us. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Our Father, who who art art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. May your Spirit, O Lord, we pray, imbue us powerfully with spiritual gifts, that he may give us a mind pleasing to you, and graciously conform us to your will. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning air is coming right up. Patrick Madrid, after a little bit, I'm Paul Sadek. Let's get together again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the Relevant Radio app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.